Welcome to B2B Weekly. Every Wednesday, Marty Sanchez and I, Nemanja Živković, will be your host in a weekly Q&A where we talk all B2B related things. From sales, demand generation, social media, personal branding, lead generation, we focus on real examples, on real case studies, and we share things we only share with our team. So you get to see the way we grow our companies, the way we do marketing for our clients, you get to see everything. And not only that, you get a chance to jump on the call with us, ask questions live and share your perspective on the topic. If you are an executive, marketeer or salesperson, this is for you. Welcome to the B2B Weekly. Yeah, what's good, my man? New setup. New setup. Yeah, I'm at my at my grandma's house. Ah, nice, nice. Some old school things I would not have at my own apartment. I have it. <laughs> I'm spending a few days here. Nice. How's everything going? Uh busy. Busy. So many doing so many things and like. I'm right now like octopus. That's how I'm seeing myself. Like <laughs> hiring people, onboarding them, like guiding them through the, the first steps, then uh, doing some things for the client and also having conversations with them about uh, going moving forward with some things. And at the same time, like I'm getting pitched uh, about our services and like I'm trying to juggle. You're getting pitched, like people are pitching you, or yeah, 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 yeah. Like coming directly, directly to us. We need somebody for for this and this service. Oh, you mean inbound? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For pitch, I understood like people were trying to sell you something. Uh, some of them are. <laughs> some of them. Are. <laughs> I mean, so, some people always are. Yeah, but it's not like I feel um, my way of communication is uh, eliminating all those people that are selling something that I don't need. That I don't need. I don't know what's what situation with you, but with me, I feel like ninety-five percent of them are filtered. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I had yesterday that. Um, intro call for the new people, the new person that I'm trying to hire as the account management. Dude, I was so nervous. I, I've never been no, this I saw, I, saw the <laughs> uh, I, I deleted it because I didn't feel like living that there. But uh, yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I honestly, I, I think part of it was like, I'm Maybe used that to... That is not the first person you are hiring, but the, the most important one, right? Yes. Something like yeah. that. And like my previous hires were like people that I knew. And he was like, uh, like the first writer that I hired, for example, like he had been communicating with me on Quora for uh, months, like four or five months before like it was the right fit and to like get him to come in. So, so there were like uh, people that were in my network that I already knew and, and they were not that expensive, I think, as well. So now it's more like hiring somebody that I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it's been just different. 
and it's been a while since we had to hire somebody just mm -hmm. since we like the production is taken care of there was no need to go through like a formal interview process like yesterday and at one point i was like what do i even ask like 20 minutes before the interview i was like so how do i play this thing you know like how do i and then like my mentor sent me a list of questions for intro hiring calls and it was great like yeah they, I, they, I could use his like his hearing a mentor helps a lot yeah he, he said i, that, I had and i had like owners when i was yeah. for gm who who were who were in a in a role of a mentor at some points just to get my coffee yeah no worries yeah but things are getting interesting right yeah yeah, yeah. things are the, the game is changing the game is changing yeah. <laughs> yesterday felt like like a puzzle that i'm trying to figure out how to put together right because like there were a lot of factors like I don't think she's looking for a full-time job. Her availability is 20 hours a week. 20 hours a week, it's more than we need right now. But it's less than we would like to have her in the future. So it's like, how do I put these things together? It just, it reminds me of like a puzzle or like math that you need to like move things around the equation for it to work. Yeah. It's it just been, but yeah, this is what we're doing for, right? Like. Yeah, but it can be it can be okay. I don't know. I'm always uh, having like this probation period of it can yeah. be a month, it can be three months. It all depends. But um, I mean, usually we agree on three months just to see how things are going. If I see that we are fit and everything is going the right way after the first one, then I don't care. Let's let's do it full time after a month. But I just wanna. I mean, it's a full time, but like the the salary is not full time and until we see a fit both both sides yeah, yeah for for me my ideal situation would be somebody that can work part time for two or three months until and, and increase the the hours we're done so that we can give her a full time salary when there's enough clients for her to take off care of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so and, and that's hard to find it's it just been it's definitely not been an easy process because it's also like we could figure out a way to not need somebody else and like between myself and my other team member but it's not going to allow us to grow long term but it's going to make us more money short term so you know it's those decisions of like okay yeah, do i, I want to like in the short you, you can always you can always earn more on your own as as I can do it, so but it's not it's not the the way to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, I find that uh, what what is helping me with like with getting additional cash flow yeah. for the company is some things that I'm uh, that I'm doing outside of what I do 
for the for the funky marketing. So like uh, doing like marketing and sales trainings, like uh, doing some I don't know uh, in-house trainings for specific companies, those kind of things. I don't do it very very often, but yeah. I do it like once in two or three months, and it's significantly larger amount of money than like I get from the from the clients because usually it's like a project or they have the funding outside funding and then that's how it goes and this amount of money I can use to like put on a side and if I need to go all in on something I do it right no that's a good point that's a good point um, I, I always thought that we could easily make as much money doing consulting and stuff like that it just will require much more a different type of work but yeah 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 i i don't like like just being consultant because yeah i don't think i don't like it either. i mean you're just talking right <laughs> yeah and it's and it's difficult like i spend now i have a client who is now moving uh i was more of a, like a virtual cmo just like organizing uh, their marketing and sales team to, uh, to do specific, specific tasks and move into, into uh, a direction that like, they have a goal of going. And now we are like, moving slowly into like, the, the part when I'm getting more into... Give me, give me one sec, let me say. hang uh, on. Getting, getting something... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, grandma. <laughs> yeah, there's things about, these are the type of things that I hate when I'm here. This, this is the live show, so everything's good. Yeah. Uh, we're having some technical problems. <laughs> <laughs> some old school technical problems. Yeah, because she has this phone that is like, you know, like the old school phone that is in oh, yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what, what thing helping you on that? Yeah, and uh, now we're going more into into the direction where like we are taking over some of the strategic things as yeah. a as a team, and they are keep on doing their like from sales taking over from from that perspective. Like it's cool because they they had a nice culture like a company of 30 people existing for 15 years and um, they have the nice alignment over there. But what was missing is that those people who knows how to do their job, even, I don't know if it's content marketing, marketing overall, or business development or sales, they know how to do it, but old school way. Yeah, so they know that like, Social media is also important. They know that uh, that like LinkedIn is their go-to place for uh, for leads, for sales, for customers, for everything. Uh, but like they have this hesitation, and the biggest issue here was uh, not getting too personal right. in the post, in in everything, you know. And like they started well like besides the, the things that we are doing for them they like wrote a couple of blog posts couple of posts on their own like they they took a picture of the flowers in the office like this is something that keeps us alive like doing those kind of things 
and then nothing. They went totally generic. Right. And I was like, okay, we cannot do that. We need to go in the opposite direction. Yeah, so you we need, need to, to actually that. get more personal. Yeah. And yeah. The, the fact is, you know why? Because, not just because like that's how it should be done, but because they are, uh, they are doing translation and localization. So they are doing actually the personalization of, of the messaging. Right. So, and like from their perspective and the job they're doing, they're doing it right. But uh, like doing marketing and sales, they don't think the same way. So I needed to align those two, those two things. Yeah. For me, uh, I don't know if you've experienced the same thing, but it's crazy how like a lot of full-time employees that these companies have, especially a lot in the United States, for these companies that have been a long time, how inefficient and ineffective they are at their work, especially people from marketing. Like people from market, I was just talking to these people, right? Um, they run a, like a, a CPA firm in, in the United States. It's a big firm doing quite a I know, I know. Yeah, not doing too much money, but maybe doing like a couple million, like somewhere around that. Um, and their marketing person runs their LinkedIn. And that's, that's basically her job, right? Yeah. Running the LinkedIn. Which, I mean, if she's doing a great job, like give her a full-time job, no problem. Sure. There's no need to do a full-time job for LinkedIn, but whatever. And they've gotten zero leads in eight years from LinkedIn. And she's still working there. And I'm like, what else is she doing? <laughs> yeah, just the purpose is presentation. Right? You know what I mean? Like, like, I was like, what is going on? And, and a lot of these full-time people that people are, like, that's why I think the future of marketing happens through agencies mostly. I, I do think there's value in having internal people, but if you find the right agency, like, that one allows you to be much more flexible as a company because you can spin up and down marketing um, marketing span of an, of an agency versus having to hire or fire full-time people. They're more specialized because they've seen the industry more than you have, more than yeah. full-time people. Um, so theoretically, they're also more incentivized at doing good work because it's easier to fire an agency than, than a W2. And, and like you keep some KPIs for agency work and not keeping for full-time people. Like for the salary that she's getting paid, because she's been there for like 20 years maybe. So each year it gets higher than salary. So for the salary that she's getting paid, we could do so much work, like so much. Like we could do LinkedIn, Twitter, articles, SEO, we could do everything. And, and it just pisses me off when I see that shit because I'm like, if you have full-time people, like you have to keep them on a KPI basis, like you would keep an agency. Like don't don't just allow yourself to, because you have a relationship with this person, to not expect things from them or from them. And it just had to see how many marketing teams are inefficient in giving a bad name to marketing itself because they they don't know how to do shit. They are they're old school, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean that's that's happening all the way. Uh, I mean, and, in, and it all depends on the on the industry and how they are getting like, um, where do they get the revenue, right? Because right? like the huge companies, they get it from all sides. 
they don't even measure it because they don't have a need to. And because they don't have a need to, they just don't care as long as it is uh, growing. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure uh, they measure it, can be, but I get what you're saying. I'm sure they measure it, but, but I get what, you, what you're saying. Yeah, but they like they they don't uh, get to like we're gonna quit that channel if it doesn't uh, give us back yeah. Yeah, certain yeah, yeah. amount. Like, let's leave it. Let's leave it like it is. Maybe in the future we will do something about it because it's not that important. Yeah, I, I see that a lot on Twitter. I see a lot of companies doing that. Not just Twitter. I'd say a lot of social media companies are just spending money on social media without expecting or getting anything in return because they are not investing with the right people or the right tactics and they think it's a mass have because it is but they're just throwing money at a train that gets nothing from there the only thing that shows is that the company is alive because they're active on social media but, but they're if you're going to spend on social media as a company especially as it's a b2b company like, to make sure you're spending it right. Like, don't just think of social media as this depth of money that you, like a black hole where you throw money in, nothing comes out of it ever. Like, if you're going to invest in it, make sure you're investing with the right people and, and doing the right things. I mean, most of the time they're doing it if they're just starting with it or they didn't have a chance to talk with somebody who can help them understand. Basically, everyone is doing it. We should do it too. Right. That's the that's the how it goes. But I don't know. I'm, I've seen a lot of things, especially now in last like two months. I have seen a lot of things. I have seen like successful marketing companies. Just I thought they are earning. I don't know how 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 big amount of money. Like they're they're doing the work for uh, like twenty hours per month and 20 hours cost like four hundred dollars right and and it's like project management social media ppc facebook advertising content i said what the fuck like i, I felt like somebody's kidding me you know like just i don't know if we if we take uh if we take like ppc and uh, advertising outside of it okay maybe you can find a way because it's like you work that hour on that and that's it like they are working on a similar project but you cannot do advertising on a hourly base right you cannot do it because i mean it's different amount of budget that you are going with uh that client's account may be optimized maybe not you need to do different setup do you guys charge up, optimize hourly? Hmm? Do, you guys, do you guys do any projects on an hourly basis? No. Uh, I mean, sometimes when like it's we need to do some website maintenance or development or those kind of things. Uh, basically, I don't usually accept that kind of pro or projects. But you know, the like existing client needs to do right. need something to be done for them and then like we go we go that way but yeah i, I only do consulting on, a, on an hourly basis yeah yeah most of the time me me too that's that's it it's yeah, like you were saying before and i don't want to go back into it but 
the consulting can provide some good cash flow. So I've had a few projects over the last few months and I think I undercharge for what they're getting, but, but it's definitely something that I'm, I actually just came through a project today. Uh, that's why I, I said about the reaching out with the LinkedIn advertisement because they, they were needing somebody uh, to do consulting for LinkedIn advertising and LinkedIn content. And I was like, for LinkedIn content, I got you, but for LinkedIn advertisement, I, I'm not sure. I just found somebody that um, was in the community that my client runs, that runs an agency. But, but, but yeah, it, the, the other thing that pisses me off when, when it comes to, to what you were saying is it's impossible to find somebody that is good at social media management, community building, long-form articles, video content, like uh, paid advertisement. Like it's impossible that you find somebody that is good at all those things. That you're just never gonna find it. And especially more impossible, if you're paying like 15 bucks or 20 bucks an hour. Right? Like, you, you, can, you can find You can person, find a few people. But, but usually they, they, they don't wanna do like all those things. Right. And like, um, if they do them, uh, you're going to pay a lot of money, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I have that issue now when I'm like hiring people because, uh, like ideally those would be people who understand exactly what I'm doing, right. where we are going and how we are doing it. But I mean, when you onboard people, you need to see, I mean, you don't need to, but you will see that they definitely need improvement in some fields. But if that improvement is uh, not that, not that uh, much big of an issue compared to their good skills and their capabilities, then you can just uh, juggle with it and make them better also in that field in the, in the future. But, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. What, what I'm like trying to do now is trying to get people who are I onboarding who are in like demand marketing department. Yeah. Uh, I want them to, to do every single thing that I'm doing. Right. Just to get a feeling of it because some things I will just leave behind and I want them to know how to do it also when the time comes. Right. You know. Because what are the things that you can do uh, out of everything that comes from a marketing mix, uh, including like design and all that, what, what are like some things that you'd feel comfortable taking care of? Oh man, I take care of so many things because right. I need to. Uh, like when I, I mean, as long as I'm, as I'm in marketing, there was always some things because I was always working in small teams. I mean, 15 people, I don't consider it like a big yeah, team. Yeah. And I needed to do so many, so many different things. So I got good at those things. Like I, did, I had no idea about design. Right. Yeah, but maybe. I needed to do it because when we started Funky Marketing, I was thinking like, how can we do marketing if I don't understand how design works, how some things are going, like, where do I put the logo, what should be like the measurements, those kind of things. Not so I can do it like operationally, but so I can like create the templates and they can go forward. And uh, because like huge clients, they, they see those little things. 
I cannot just go in, Can in Canva and use like the template. Maybe they will be satisfied because they are good templates, but I don't want to have to do it. I can find the template and I can uh, customize it up to the point when it doesn't look at all like that one and just create something new out of it. And it's not just like design, I use it as, a, as an example, but like copywriting, I was good at it from the start. I guess that comes from like reading a lot when I was a kid and like um, reading comics yeah. also. Um, I was always outgoing to so social media, those kind of things have never been a problem. Uh, and uh, I don't know, advertising, I learned a lot when I, when I moved to Novi Sad to, yeah. uh, to default design when I worked like in performance marketing. I learned so many things because I was in charge of every advertising thing that we were doing, either like implementing it myself or outsourcing it to somebody else. And I'm in charge of like <laughs> and how things are going and like those kind of things. So uh, basically, I, I've been through everything and I don't want to do everything, but I just wanted to have a glimpse of it so I can, uh, so I can, can know who I need to hire, what those people need to do and like, how can I measure it? Yeah, I, I, I think that's interesting because a lot of people say you have to uh, at least know a little bit before you hire somebody else to do it. I'm not sure I fully agree with it. I think that's a consequence of like, that like I, I, I happen to, to do that myself. Like I, I know a little bit about like web development. I know a little bit about, very little about design, but very little about video market content. But, but I don't think that's necessary. Like, I, I think it's good to have at least some, some basic understanding, but, it's not a priority. Like, I don't think it's a requirement to be successful. For, my, for myself, it's interesting because social media was never my thing growing up. Like, I was, I never, was never on Instagram. Same. The same, we guys playing basketball. It's, yeah, it's yeah. I, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I, I started on Facebook late. I started on Facebook when I was like 16 or 17. Like, I, it was very late for that age. Uh, I was like the, late, the last one in my friend group to like get Facebook. On Instagram, I have two pictures on my personal profile. Uh, but, but it was something that I caught later. For, for myself, I think I'm good at, I'm really good at everything that's writing related, whether that's sales copywriting or uh, social media that are written oriented, like Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, or articles. And then I know very little about anything else. Like I'm good on the content marketing strategy overall, but I know very little about design, very little about web development, very little about video content creation. Um, none, almost very little about paid advertising. Just a little bit of Facebook ads, but very, very little. Um, so there's a lot of areas that I don't know. And and it's something that at first it used to worry me because I think as marketers, we all want to know everything. But eventually I was like, look, this is what I know. Let me be great at where I'm great at. And like, I'm never going to be a good graphic designer. Like I cannot, 
I don't know how to draw. I don't know how to paint. I don't know, have good taste. Like, I'm, it's never going to be my thing. So not, let's not even try. Use Canva when needed and fuck it. Um, so, so it's interesting how skills are, like the utilization of skills. Like, do you need a lot of skills in your repertoire? Do you need fewer skills? How does it change as you, as the business grows, right? Because like, uh, yeah, the changes. You need to know some other things. Yeah, like the more you go into the business. From the start, from the start uh, if you don't have a budget, you need to know things. Exactly. That's, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, do I pay $3,000 for a website or do I watch a few YouTube videos and figure it out? And I was like, I'm going to watch some YouTube videos and figure it out. Do I pay 100 bucks to a graphic designer for a logo or do I make it? Like, I, I make it. Now yeah. I would pay it because I'm like, I'm not even going to worry about it. But back when then, I, when you don't yeah, have a budget, started, you just... When I started, like, I started, um, I was already on social, on social media and doing things. I already built a page up to like five, uh, 5,000 people like that. It was the biggest page in, in my hometown yeah. for, the, for my NGO and doing so many different things. Um, but I had no idea about SEO, about the keywords, right. about technical stuff. And I started like first day they gave me a task to add meaningful comments on the articles. That was link building at the time. Mm. And so I read the articles. Right. I needed to read it to get like the meaningful comments. And like very soon, like two weeks after that, I, I took over like the company's profile and everything, it, it blew up. But uh, I was at the time, uh, it was like a low pay job. It was three, uh, $300 per month. Yep. Basically like nothing, even though I was living in, in periods, which is like, uh, you can live with, with little amount of money. Yeah, so but, some, uh, some time I think about like moving to, to those areas. Like, like, like the one, bowl, one ice cream ball costs like uh, 20 Serbian dinners and like one euro, is uh, 120 Serbian dinners. So it's, it's like- Wow, so it's like 20 cents, <laughs> 15 cents? It's, it's very cheap even for Serbia. So that, like- That's crazy. And you have for like- um, It's like free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For 80 cents, like you get, uh, you get f four balls of ice cream, like the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also like the lemonade mm. for, for 50 uh, dinners and then you like sit by the river and you enjoy For one euro. <laughs> for less than one euro, like eight what? cents. That's crazy. Sometimes, like if I'm ever in a struggle, like I, I know I, since I only need like Wi-Fi connection, like um this i think it's called geographical hacking or something like that right like yeah, yeah. making money from one place um moving to the other uh, i i think it's yeah i'm gonna forget what i what i wanted to say like um and so i needed to to move forward fast to learn faster so basically i didn't sleep i did two jobs first one was like in the agency from 
I don't know, from two to uh, from the the, 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 the the noon until yeah. 8 p.m. And then like from 10 to 6 a.m. I was working in a cafe, like organizing parties or working as a bartender, whatever, whatever uh, I couldn't yeah. do. And then I was so tired that I couldn't sleep when they come back. So I was listening to like videos, uh, reading articles. Most of the time while I was working, I was also at the same time watching videos. So I like made a huge progress in like two or three months. I like moved 20 steps, uh, 20 steps forward. And I was also sharing that everything with the team. Like this is useful, go ahead, watch this is useful watch. So we are having conversation. And this is basically how uh, how I got to the to the GM position, right? Because I was moving the whole company forward with me. And uh, from from today's perspective, what I'm seeing uh, is that like if you want to work in marketing and you want to be uh, good at it, you need to know a whole lot of shit. Like all those things that you said, you need to uh, to know and at least do it once, not like be good and everything, but do some things in that way. I agree with like with Gaetano. He's the somebody who is rooting for that. And I'm also seeing, seeing it like you need to move forward. If you want to be the best, you need to like move towards the best. It was like marketers didn't have a need to know like uh, coding those kind of things now we need to know some things like for google tag manager for like we have ways to skip it but we need to know at least how it how it works and to know some simple coding like it the game became so much wider than if you don't keep up like you you are going to be left behind yeah i'm not sure i fully agree there though i do think it's it's good to have some basis but I think a lot of people fall in the mistake of trying to know too much about too many things. Right? Like you can only know so many things or be so good at a number of things. And, and many companies, they don't need a marketing generalist. They need a specialist. Right? Like if you're the best at Facebook ads ever, like you're going to be okay no matter what. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it just trying to find the balance between I'm really good at this one or two things and that's my bread and butter, but I can survive somehow on, on the rest versus I'm trying to be really good at everything, which you're not going to be. Uh, and then yeah, you end up and I'm not, I'm not like, uh, right. I'm not saying you specifically. I'm saying, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. I understand. And that's, and that's okay. Like if, if you can, if you are good with that, like being the best and at one thing and doing that, like, I don't know, like it's not definite, but like to the rest of your life. Right. Uh, that's okay. That's for me, that's, that's perfect. I'll, I'm like somebody who likes to do so many different things. And I think this is, this is where I uh, give the most value because I have different experiences and I can like, that's why I'm doing strategies and implementing them because I've done so many things. I have tried so many different things work with different industries, that thing that you mentioned, like uh, the agency, when you work in an agency, you work like with different companies, different sizes of companies, different industry niches, and then 
like you just move into into direction that you that you want to do and you show everything that you have learned by that time even if you are not aware that you that you know so many things right yeah it's it's an interesting topic i i think for for myself it, it was like I, I think if you're a better there's more value in being somebody that can find talent and delegate and work with others that I think was with somebody that knows or tries to do everything. Right? Like I think if you're good at one or two things and then you're good enough at communicating, you're good enough at delegating, you're good enough at hiring, then it's like, you know, the rest, you just, you're good at find, building the team. And, and maybe it's because I'm talking more as the agency owner now than a marketer, which is like how I started. But now I see more value on people who can like bring talent together, uh, especially the talent that it goes against what their weakness are, than people that are generalists and are like six or seven uh, at everything. Now, I think it depends on the company and all that. Maybe if you want to be a marketing manager, then you have to know about everything else. If you want to be the paid, uh, paid ads guy, then it's better to specialize. For me, one or two things that I'm good at, and then the rest, like a little bit. The rest, uh, I, I don't want to yeah, focus on too many things. That's like that's like fine, and like most of the people are not even there. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I I think how do I do I look at at funky marketing? I think that uh, I want to hire like uh, people with experience in like. When I say demand generation, yes, because it's the most wider thing that I can that I yeah. can hire for. So they they know how the how everything is linked together and how to bring demand. And I will need somebody to take care of those people when I hired like the uh, people who are there. And I cannot at that time I cannot hire somebody who is like junior for that. Right. I need also somebody with experience to handle like marketeers with experience. Yeah. And then I don't know, uh, I would probably move in a direction where I will like keep on um, innovating, doing new stuff, trying new things, new strategies. And I will bring somebody to like handle the, the sales calls. Yeah. And, like close the deals and those kind of things. But, but I, I think you guys, at least the perception I get is that you guys offer a wider range of services than we do, right? Because um, demand generation includes different things, right? Like thought leadership, organic thought leadership, which is what we're good at. It's just one small part of, of the whole mm -hmm. mix of demand generation. So I think for you guys, and, and this is back to what we're saying, you do need more generalist people. Like you need people who know different areas of inbound yeah, understand how, how things like function together for us as long as we are able to collaborate with the rest of the marketing team or with the rest of the sales team it's not as important to know everything from a marketing strategy we just yeah. need to know about organic thought leadership so so that's why maybe i'm prioritizing more one or two things versus you that i'm not saying you're going super wide but you're going a bit wider um, so I think the business that we run is also different, which I think drives our opinion a little bit separated as well. 
that's why we are exchanging experiences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's good to hear from the other side, right? Like it, it, it makes you yeah. think. For me, one thing that I realized that I needed to, to learn was SEO. At least, not technical SEO, but like content SEO. Because when we we're producing long form articles, if we are able to make them make sure that they're SEO optimized with headlines and tags and all that, that adds more value to, the, to our clients. So that was one thing that I was like, I don't know SEO, but I need to figure it out. And then I, I bought a couple of courses and studied and, and practiced and learned everything that I could find on, on content SEO. So, so that's one of the things that I was like, okay, let me grab this and bring it to my repertoire. But I, I'm very, like I filter a lot of what I try to learn. Especially, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like following maybe two people overall and like consuming their content, nothing else. I yeah. filtered everything out. But, but, but I was thinking about this just yesterday. Like for, for me, a, a lot of people when they're signing up, they buy way too many courses, they follow too many people, they are in too many newsletters. And at the end of the day, that just procrastination. Like you're, you're just overloading yourself with too much information yeah. that is not useful. For, for running agencies, I follow one person. Like I identify the one person that I was like, I relate to him. I think that makes sense. I trust him. Okay, I'm gonna follow whatever he says. For demand generation, I follow one person, Chris Walker. So like I have like one person leaders for everything that I wanna learn and, and just learn from them versus. Yeah. I, I agree. Skills, like uh, Zest is doing now the great thing connected to that. They are like doing some AI for the teams, for like marketing teams, yeah. companies, uh, which will like curate the right content for them so they don't waste time going wide, procrastinating, looking for content that might be good for them to consume, but just delivering in them the right content that they need to consume. Right. That's like yeah. something something that that I saw like a few days ago, and I think it's it's uh, it's great that somebody is uh, developing something like that. Uh, one question today I have to leave a bit earlier at six fifty, but one question I wanted to ask you: How do you uh, educate or plan to educate your team? Like, what what are some of the things that you're doing to make sure your team is uh, getting valuable information and they're they're progressing? Yeah, I, I tell them to watch B2B Weekly. That makes sense. I'm going to the same thing. We, we talked about everything. So, uh, like, do, do you ever like? Yeah, I have a I have a folder uh, on a G drive when I when I have like uh, spy files, things that I found like interesting stats data uh, I, I have they, too many of them at, at the moment i need to like filter it out do, do you think they consume it like do you think they actually like go into no, it like i i give them like two or three pieces uh separately okay from the start that i want them to consume just to understand like uh i don't know let me give you an example what is what is a good example um Banff content marketing machine. Yeah, let's see. They are. I interviewed them. For, uh, didn't I introduce them? I, I thought they were they were in the podcast. Maybe maybe not. Don't worry. 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but like even Josh Petrovich, he was there. Then like uh, the this other guy who is like the co-founder, uh, and Josh was the first guy who introduced like that way of writing on uh, on LinkedIn as we are writing today, right? Mm. So it has everything, the logic of how do we do it, why do we do it. Uh, so I want them to to get into into that thing, just like yeah. copywriting and how do we write, and uh, basically. Um, Selling funky marketing uh, and funky marketing services uh, to them as I'm selling to the clients. So right. uh, basically, they are consuming the content and they know what I'm talking about, what I'm like doing. Maybe they don't know exactly how do we do it, but like I explain it shortly, and then they get they get uh, the the whole process, and that's how it, how it goes. Uh, last question before I before I wrap up. Um, so you hired somebody coming in full time. I, I saw the post on LinkedIn. Um, I think I connected with him. He hasn't posted much on LinkedIn on the last three to six months. Are you going to uh, have a conversation with that with him? Do you think that's not important in the short term? What's your plan over there? I, yeah, I'm doing yeah, the yeah. hiring process. Let, let, let me let me quote. Let me quote him. Like he's telling me, like I'm man, I'm like like the dog. I'm waiting for the for the right bone just to to get right in. Uh, I mean, what's what's the story? Uh, he moved to Barcelona. He was living I saw there. That. I saw that as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he has a daughter over there and ex-wife. So mm. he went into some other things outside of the marketing, like real estate. And uh, because of divorce, it's some things, very strange things that happened. He now moved to move back to Serbia. Yeah. Uh, and now he's getting back back in the game. But at the time he was uh, he was featured in LinkedIn like current uh, content, like uh, he was uh, the owner of the of the media portal. Uh, doing SEO, managing like the content team out of 10 people, doing all kind of things, working for a huge Australian uh, SEO agency also. So like the guy who is basically connecting the dots between those who are creating content, those who are like doing SEO uh, and uh, like just adding social media, social media to on the top of it. Yeah, 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 makes sense. Let, let's see how it goes. Let's see, let's see. Uh, it, I remember, I don't know if I mentioned this on, on a previous podcast or I sent you a link, but there's um, somebody that I interviewed on my podcast who is helping his team create a lot of content for LinkedIn. They're doing this very well. I think it's called Swish Media. I'm not sure, I'll send over the link and I'll put it in the comments. But it might be worth taking a look because they're doing a great job there. Awesome, Nimaya. Uh, I gotta go. I don't know if you want to stay for a few more minutes. But I don't know, guys. Do you have any questions? If you have, like, we can stay or we can go. Like, don't don't wake up some. <laughs> I, I um, 
I'll leave you to it, but I gotta get to a call. No. I think I'm. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's it for for this week, guys. If you have any questions, be be free to drop us uh, questions on LinkedIn, and we can go over it the next Wednesday. Absolutely. Awesome, guys. All right, man. Take care, man. Bye, bye.